look to that steel. Yeah. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. They said we would never be back. Nick, guess who tried to stop us from being back this week? Who? The Iceman. The Iceman. Which one? The one from the movie? Yes, the Iceman oh. from the movie. He looked at me. He saw me riding and uh, he, saw, he, he looked at me dead in the eyes and said, Mate, it's not your riding, it's your attitude. Yes. <laughs> then, I, then I did a full <laughs> mono over his head and booted him in the nuts on the way through. Man, um, Ray Liotta is so good in that. He's like, stone cold son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, the, man, we're talking about Top Gun, obviously, but the, is, the, is, he, is Ray Liotta the guy who's playing? Oh, you're talking about Val Kilmer, I Yes. Think. Who were you oh, talking about? I was talking about that movie about the psycho killer, the Iceman. Have you seen that? <laughs> Dude, this is a, I was like, yeah, Maverick, Iceman. And then I quoted Maverick's famous line and because he's like, it's not your flying, it's your attitude. And you're like, still, you're like, yep, sick. Yeah, I was like, fuck, I haven't seen the Iceman in ages. <laughs> I can't remember him saying that, but yeah. <laughs> but also I was telling you, I was like, man, it's going to be about, because we watched the Val Kilmer documentary. But what yeah. happens in your Iceman? Because I haven't seen your Iceman. Oh, man, we'll watch it. Oh, yeah, what is we it about? We should watch it. Um... Man, it's about it's a it's ba- it's a true story. Yeah, this fucking dude would just he would kill anyone for money. He just never killed kids or women. Oh. Uh, for gangsters, and they just said is he it was, a true story. Yeah, the Fuck Ice Man, and uh, he just said to his wife and his kid this, that he worked in sales, and Jesus. um, they had no idea he would just. Well, they go probably to work. had some idea, but they found out what his job was and what he was capable, so they, they shut had, the fuck up. They had no idea. Oh, really? Like, absolutely no idea. Uh, he was just the, the ice man. But that means he would have been a full on psychopath serial killer. You know what I mean? Just oh, normal nine to five. Yeah. Doesn't have to brag about it. Just loves his job. Like, man, yeah, exactly. That's why they Fuck. call him the ice man. He was just stone. Like, this Ray Liotta goes, You stone cold son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> right. eyes, are, eyes are ice cold. I thought you were talking about yeah, yeah. when you was like, Ray Liotta. I'm, the, I'm so. I, now I know who Ray Liotta is and it's got in my fucking mind. Mm. I thought you were talking about the scene from Top Gun. You know, the guy who's in the control tower. Yeah. And like, every time he's about to have a sip of coffee, like, Maverick, like, just fucking fangs and Big Jet yeah. pass. He's like, wah, you fucking bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought yeah, that yeah, was yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah. I got confused. Um, yeah, no, no, but uh, I love it. I love that scene in Top Gun where he's like, I don't like the way you fly, Maverick. You're dangerous. He's like, that's right, Ice. I am dangerous. And then goes, like, <laughs> Dude, it's such a good film. There's there's so many. Um, I'm watching this thing on Netflix at the moment, yeah. which goes behind the scenes. Oh man, making, the Die Hard one. Is it? Oh, I haven't seen the Die Hard one. I watched uh, the Jurassic Park one. Yeah. The Jurassic Park one is fucking sick because there's this guy. They're like in art department or some shit. They're like, yeah. you need this animatronics guy. He's the best guy in the world. And like, they're like, yeah, fuck yeah, we'll get this guy. Mm. And then this super nerd dude's like, man, I can do it using computers. And they're like, computers, good one, dork. We need to get a T-Rex the size of a warehouse and yeah. get it to move. But they were too heavy. It weighed like a, fucking a ton or some shit. Yeah. So they couldn't get it to be all finessey. And one day at a meeting, this guy just like, fuck him, just works around the clock for three weeks yeah. and goes, oh, what happens if you press that button play or some shit just in the middle of this meeting in front of like an executive producer or some shit, press play. It's just a fucking T-Rex running on a computer. And he's like, they're all like, I mean, it doesn't sound like much now, yeah. but it was the start of fucking animation. And oh, he's yeah. like, And they're just like, what? And he's like, I can do it. And then he became the guy. 
Ah, so they just fucking dropped everything and he was now the guy doing all this 3D modeling and shit with like computers that he made by himself. It was fucking wow. sick. So then it was became the first Jurassic Park became a mixture of animatronics, like heads and shit mm-hmm. and fingers and arms, but all the wide shit was him. This dude. Man, that's what made those movies so good. Yeah. Was that they still used animatronics and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like you you look at aliens, like oh, they're all wearing suits and shit. You don't see that at all. Like that looks that looks scarier than the new aliens like where the they're real, all three D animated. The it real looks predator. So you like when his fucking mouth opens, he's yeah. like Arr! and you're like, What the fuck? That would all be three D now and it looks shit. It looks shit out. Sh- fucking shit. Yeah. Um, but we've also um, got a weird sense of taste. But yeah, yeah they yeah. do. They go through. Yeah. They even went through like Forrest Gump and yeah. shit like that. All the background stuff about it, how these things were nearly going to be flops and how oh, they're fucking man. successful. But you know what? I, I watched the Die Hard one and it was great because that's what, you know me. I love that shit. Oh yeah. But fucking the guy who narrates it. Yeah. I was gonna fucking kill the dude. Oh, was he <laughs> shit? Was you he? know the dude? He he does. He did. He would have done the Jurassic Park one. It's like. And there was one thing wrong with this. They yeah. needed this. And oh. you're just like, I fucking hate that guy. I'm going to fucking kill him. I now remember because I was, I was, I had, a, I'm always a few wines deep by that time. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this fucking narrator fucking sucks at show. You mm-hmm. know, they fucking suck. Oh. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, you may have noticed uh, last week's episode is missing and uh, we'd like to provide a no comment, no comment, no comment. No comment. We didn't say anything crooked. Uh, one of us just has a big fucking mouth and the other one's called Nicholas Kappa. So um, <laughs> let's just say deleted. Don't speak of it again. And, and we're moving on. We are moving on. We're very... To those who got the episode, congrats. Yes. To those and who didn't also, get Also, we're going to have to go around and delete you. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I've yeah. hired the Iceman. We're going to yeah, come over yeah, and yeah. fucking clip you. Yeah, just send us your address, please. Nothing. We'll send you out a free shirt. Yeah, yeah. Free, yeah, free shirt. Free shirt. Yeah. Free shirt. And, you know, just, just let us know what time you're home and stuff. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and look at this flash. <laughs> you know. Anyway, we'll move on. Onwards and upwards, Nick. We've got an ex- Man. Dude, the missus is away. You're my bubble buddy. Thank you yeah. very much for coming over. No um, all you're doing is coming over here to drink piss with me, which is great. Yes. It's, it's part of the bubble. Mental health. It's essential. Mental health by getting more depressed. Worker. Yeah, you're an essential worker. <laughs> um, yes. For once, I'm someone else's carer. <laughs> Man, I've, I've wiped your mouth three times since you've been here, <laughs> yeah, dude. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm still looking after you. Um, but the missus left, right? And she said. She went, didn't leave. She's coming back, guys. Don't worry. Yeah. It's all good as far as I'm well, aware. as far as Brett knows. As far as I know. She, I mean, she's sending me heads of photos. Like, yeah. Just like two married, <laughs> two married dudes <laughs> hanging out with her. She's having a hungy. Yeah. A couple of other randos. You're like, man, what the fuck? That guy's got a, a big hanger at a hungy. And, um, yeah, so she's left but coming back. I, she's still answering the call, so that's good. Yes. Because uh, her parents are sick or whatever. And, um but before she left, she said something very stupid, and you know my mind. Like once I get something in there, I've got to solve it, or oh, I just oh. I just obsess about it forever. Yes, right. So she said, jokingly, she goes, "Don't burn the house down." Yeah, and I was like, "Why the fuck would like?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. Ha, ha. I was like, "Why the fuck would I yeah. burn the fucking house down?" You yeah. know what I mean? And then I started thinking about the house on fire, and I was like, "That sucks." Like I don't want the house to be on yeah. fire. So I've still got my worker's permit, you know what I mean? So I went to Mitre 10 and I bought like, I was bored. Like I just bought a fire extinguisher. I was like, yeah, yeah. cool. House not going to burn down now. You went and bought a fire extinguisher. Yeah. Just because of, of her offhand joke. Yeah, yeah, because I, I just I was like, man, what if the house burns down? What am I going to do? You know, I had, nothing, I had a lot of free good. time and I've been smoking a lot of weed. All right? Okay. all right, all right. And then I was like, man, but we don't have like, I've got this old ass fire alarm 
you know, the uh, smoke detector in the hallway, which doesn't work. So I bought two new smoke detectors and I installed them. But then I was like, well, how do you know that that smoke detector works, right? So I got, you know, like, not chucks, but like paper towels, like a a roll of paper towel. And I was like, I'll just light the corner on it so it's smoky in the hallway and the smoke detector will go off and then I'll know and I can sleep easy at night. Incredibly stoned while all this is Mm. happening. Uh, lit the paper towel on fire. Didn't realise how flammable paper towels are. The paper towel catches fire so quickly and so hot and so quick. My hands, I don't know if you know this about fire, Nick. Fire, it's hot. Oh, it's so hot. It's so hot, dude. It's one of the right? hottest. It's one of the hottest <laughs> things. But then I realised like, I've got nowhere to put this burning big-ass bit of paper towel. So I threw it into my bedroom. Fucking, and then I, my dirty laundry's in a wicker basket. The wicker basket catches fire. <laughs> <laughs> the smoke detectors goes off So I'm like great I know it works And then I had to put it out With a towel I fucking I had a towel in the room and I, oh, Man And that was like Six hours Into my girlfriend leaving And then I realised There's a button That you can just press And it says test So you don't need to do any of that Oh man Oh that's oh, I was my just God. sitting there going like Why the fuck Did I do that Like what What is wrong with you Why would you burn the house down Yeah so anyway, in summary, I didn't technically burn the house down, but I do owe her a new wicker basket. So fuck, man. Well, I usually have a crazy story, Brett. But I mean, like nothing crazy, good. man. It's like it's fighting for stories. We're in a fucking shit ass lockdown again, again, again. Oh my god, I'm. You so and I over tried it. to go for a ride, and you're like, man, my gear change is fucked. It keeps clicking. I was like, oh, just bring it over anyway. We'll see what happens. You're like, I can't ride. I was like, that's cool. We'll just go to the bottle o. Oh and no! Then, the best, the best part and then was we'll go up. Uh, yeah, the, we took Barn. I, so Nick, I came. To, I drove to Nick's. So I thought I fixed a problem. Mm. It, it, the chain kept slipping. It was fucked. Uh, so he's like, "Just take Barnsley's bike, um, your roommate's, which is the shittest bike ever." Yeah. But I was so determined. I'm like, if I can beat Nick on this bike going up this hill, I'm gonna fucking just give him so much shit. And then I, man, it's the worst thing to ride. I got smoked. But what was the saving grace was you hit the curb so hard at the start, you popped your back tire. <laughs> Can't we, believe it. We just got, it was like, man, just add it to the week. Just pulled yeah, over, yeah. got some beers, and we're like, fuck this shit. Uh, it felt so shit. But anyway. Uh, we, we put the tyre in, we put the bike in, and we're going to get them fixed, and then we'll be ready for our next week of lockdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every we're night to, we're going out. We're ready to know. Man, I, I actually started looking, because you know how we did that uh, on the last, well, you won't know about the last episode because we deleted it, Yeah. Um, but we did mention that we were going for a night ride, Yeah. right? And uh, the night ride footage, you honestly can't see shit. It may, You can see where our torches are, but everything else is just pitch black. It makes no sense. I think we're going to have to do like a dusk ride so yeah, people okay. can actually see what's going okay. on. It's it's fucking psychotic. Like yeah. I wouldn't mind doing like a shot where it's daytime and then what we see at night, like the yeah. same path or some shit like that. I reckon that'd be sick. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. 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 Man, so good. I'm, I'm so sad, man. Like just at Queensland, I saw a bike that looked like mine. It was an XT600 and I'm pretty sure it had a long range tank on it. You, get you never see him around. Man. And I was, like, so sad. My bike's stuck in, you know, our bike's stuck in. I asked a mate to see what's the chance of moving it up here. And he's like, oh, man, I just did a run to Queensland. I can't. He's got, like, a delivery business. I was like, fuck. All right. We got to ride. We, well, we, I, I prefer to ride him back, but I don't think, just knowing it's there. I don't think. 
it's going to happen. Like yeah. New South Wales are like, they're not, you know, so it's hectic. You know, it's like crazy numbers. How do we go, f- how do we get from, so. Can we ride around? Yeah, we can ride around. <laughs> I'd say we can go through SA. I don't think they'll let us in after we've been, because we're, we're technically classified as a hotspot still and so is Queensland. Okay. Man, it's all the options are so fucking hard. Yeah. Like I want to ride back, but is that possible, you know? Or do we just bite the bullet and I'm be like, I'm ready to chuck it. it in this year. I reckon like I'm not going to organise any more festival things or whatever. Oh, man, it is. I'm just going to like. It's so fucking, de- like sorry to be on a song, but like yeah. it's just so fucking depressing. Like get a message from like a call from people who do my bookings and shit going like, so yeah, Perth Fringe next year. What do you want to do? I'm like. Oh, I, don't, I don't know if that's going to happen, guys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're meant yeah. to be in fucking Brisbane in a month. Like, the, when the fuck's that going to happen, you know? Like, are we going to make – are we even going to make it to uh, our, our latest double show, you know? Oh, man, yeah, exactly. I got, like, offered to do this – maybe offered to do this ad for this fucking bourbon brand or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we'll shoot it around Sydney, 20th September. I'm like, all right. I fuck you're optimistic, man. Can I get fifty percent up front, fifty yeah. percent on delivery? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, um, another um, ad. Fuck, king of the ads, Kappa. Well, you know, I don't think I'm. I'm I don't think I'm going to get this one. It's fine. Fuck, storming through. You know, I I did some ads for the uh, for a beer company, Bolter. True to the Bolter. So, you man, know, you that you got to stay true to the Bolter. The West Coast IPA. Jesus fucking Christ. I it is you. a great beer. Nick gave me a, a carton, which is very generous of you. Thank yeah. you once again. You're a beautiful human being. Yeah. But I, I got, I didn't realise, I was like, oh, yeah, West Coast IPA. Just sat back and just tucked into four cans. And my lordy, walking down that fucking hallway, I was just struggling. Man, it is a great buzz. <laughs> it is a fucking good it's buzz. It's an aggressive buzz yeah. and quickly. Yeah. Oh, it's one of my favourite ones I've had out so far. The yeah. fucking, yeah, the West Coast IPA, it'll blow your mind, man. Dude, it just trolleys you so quick. Oh, it's so great. Like the hazy, got- oh, what I do now, because I'm fucking an alcoholic now. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I mean, I was drink before, responsibly, whatever. drink yeah. responsibly. Uh, or don't, up but, to you, live yeah, your life. But yeah, uh, I'd, have a, I'd have a West Coast IPA, have one of the two of them. Yeah. And then I would fucking neck a, um, uh, neck a hazy. And mate, you are on easy street. <laughs> You're on A Street. You got and that good buzz. Yeah, you're lying out the front of your street, not on Easy Street. Which is Easy Street is pretty close to you. They are great beers. Um, but yeah. So but yeah, fucking man, yeah, I'm I'm okay now. As long as I can get to my motorbike, ride it back. I'm just gonna I'm gonna work a full time job. And I, just do fucking we, open mic. We just tonight. need to. We, well, if they come back, we that, and that's the other thing. The funny thing was like, man, you got to. We got this. Fest, we got to do a split show yeah, in a yeah. month. You're like, I can't even get to the fucking stage to work on anything. It's like I've got a whiteboard full of fucking thirty ideas, and I know ninety percent of shit, but I need to start fucking filtering them out. We should know? just do Shakespeare or some shit. <laughs> Do a do a two man. Uh, just everyone who's listening and lives play. in Brisbane, we are not doing Shakespeare. Yeah. Please buy tickets. Uh, we haven't even announced that show yeah, yet because we yes. don't even fucking know what's happening. Yes. Who gives a fuck? Whatever. Onwards and upwards. But speaking of great shows, our great mate. I don't know if you guys saw the TV show last night. The hundredth. A great mate, Mike Goldstein, was on there. Yes. Great work. Fuck. Mike yes. Goldstein, Sophie Monk, Sam Campbell, Sophie Monk, Sophie Monk, Sophie. Monk. <laughs> That's all I was looking at. <laughs> 
Dude, he's um, like 16-year-old Brett was like, man, FHM came out in 2000, like 2004. She was in red lingerie. I still remember it. I she is re- so cool. Man, she, and she's funny as fuck and yeah. a chiller, you know? Ah, oh, man. Dreams can come. So if you're single again, I'm maybe available if Fiona doesn't come back. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> At least one of us made it to New Zealand. Like, Fiona yeah, we- made it to New Zealand. That's- we had the, we had the, you know, our girlfriends were going to go to New Zealand with us. <laughs> we're going to go mountain biking, uh, snowboarding. Well, I was going to buy us, a drone. Kind of one of us made it. Like Fiona repped the group, and she's got there. <laughs> she so. rang us yesterday, like the two days ago, going like, "Oh, it's stressful at home." Blah 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 blah. And I was like, "Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm in a lockdown, and I can't do fucking shit. And you're in New Zealand, and it's snowing. I reckon you're yeah. right. You know, you're okay. You're you'll okay. Be, you'll, you'll be fine." Suck it up, be champ. okay, lady. Suck it up, champ. Yeah. Oh, I, did I tell you about my court appearance today, by the way? No. Man, it has <laughs> yeah. been – I've mentioned it before on the podcast. So how did, did you go into the court or – No. So on, on the pod before, I've mentioned that I got yeah. – when I was working construction, I was sometimes running late uh, for this period in the morning mm. and I was just fucking – I wasn't paying attention and my claim was the front wheel was smaller than standard, hence throwing off my speedo. Uh, as that's the reason why I yeah. was speeding, of course, Nicholas. As I, as you know about me, I've never yeah. broken the law and I don't I speed. I did notice that front wheel was quite small. Thank you. I've, I've, <laughs> I've made the statement. Multiple. I've remarked to you a lot of times. Oh, well, Brett, that that front wheel is quite I, small. I actually, as a character witness, I submitted you to the judge today. I was like, my, if you ring my mate Nick, the first thing he will say about Brett is his front wheel is quite small. Oh, um, small wheel Brett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that's how you answer the phone. Hello, is this small wheel Brett? And the judge is like, case closed. So I got 12 or something ridiculous speeding tickets. Like, and it must have been, it's come to like, I think it's two and a half to $3,000. Uh, who knows with me, but every time I tell a story, it gets a lot bigger, as we all know about me. Um, so whatever whatever the amount was, it was crazy and 11 points. And I was like, fuck, oh, I can't man. afford, at the time I couldn't afford to lose a license. So I mm. contested um, so I could keep working. Mm. And I've been in lockdowns, out of lockdowns, COVID. All this thing has been diverting the process. Yeah. I was in forced isolation when I, I couldn't attend the court case. And then my court case was today. I was excited to be able to actually physically go and attend and be able to speak yeah. my 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 uh, my truth, yeah. my inner truth. And, um, yeah, didn't happen, COVID. They sent us a WebEx. I was like, I don't want to do this shit online. I fucking hate online stuff. Yeah. But I was like, fuck it. It's my only option because I have to plead to get this case heard or whatever. So it was actually for the retrial because I missed the last one. But you can do the case after you do the retrial. Anyway, boring shit. So I'm in this fucking Zoom box meeting with all of the biggest dead shits in the world, right? So most of them don't even realise you can turn your camera on so the judge doesn't have to see you being a fucking idiot. There was a cunt just vaping. (laughs) Just a full (laughs) drop. Like in his window, staring at the screen, full vaping. Man, the defence rests. <laughs> <laughs> right? There was one cunt who honest, like, I'm, I wish I was making this up. As his lawyer was speaking to the judge, because his lawyer was yeah. in the thing as well, and he was on the camera, he was at Woolworths. He was walking around Woolworths with what headphones. What kind of society do we live in? <laughs> one Is everyone a sport cunt? What's what? going on? But the judge, like, it was just he was looking at this guy going, are you fucking, you're on a yeah, drink yeah. driving Charge, mm. you just at Woolies, are you? Good mm. on you. Mm. Like, I'm fucking, I'm on the Zoom meeting. I've got the nice lighting. I put on the fucking shirt that I only bring out when I'm fucking in court. Yeah. I've got the tie on. I'm, I'm respectful, you know? Yeah. 
fair enough. I was wearing my stubbies on uh, as shorts, whatever. I live my own life, right? Uh, the best one I saw, so there was the vape guy ruled, the Woolworths dude ruled, but the guy who ruled the most was a truck driver who was, I, I assume he was done for being on his phone, was in the courtroom, and I don't think he knew his camera was on, and he was driving his truck <laughs> while he was in the Zoom. So he's operating a phone. It was in a cradle, obviously, but it's yeah. still illegal. Man. It's still like it was it was seven minutes of him driving around. I'm looking at this going like, is Andy Cunt seeing this? <laughs> and then the camera goes off, and then he's like, ten minutes later, you just see him, he's in the back cabin, just chilling. And I'm like, he just clicked that. Oh man. yeah, I'm fucked if they see this. Oh man, that is so funny. See, so just like the judge says, is that a B double, mate? Yeah, yeah no, nah, you can get off. That, they're hard to drive. <laughs> What he, so what the, so the truck driver was getting bust. He wasn't meant to be driving. Well, no, no. So you're not allowed to operate your phone oh, while operating a motor fuck. vehicle. Yeah, yeah. So he's operating his phone while in the vehicle. Oh my god! It's like taking a phone. Call, like you know what yeah. I mean? You can't do it. Mm. And I was like, this guy has not fucking learned shit, right? So all this happens. Finally, gets around to me. And normally I speak to the prosecutor beforehand and get an idea of what's going on because I have fucking no idea what's going on in court, yes. even though I say I do. Yes. You kind of got to wing your way through it. And um, gets to me, they accept that I was in quarantine and I said I wanted to have my case heard now to get over and done with, pull the fucking Band-Aid, yeah. just whatever, because I've, now I've got enough, I've got my full 12 points so that they hit me with the 11 points, I still keep my licence. Someone's a little bit smarter than they appear. <laughs> and uh, so they really can't fuck me. Yeah. Only can fuck me financially. I read my letter to the judge from the heart and uh, he dropped. I didn't, I didn't realise that the judge couldn't dismiss points. I was mm. like, damn it. When he said that, I was like, fuck, that's why you normally speak to the prosecutor. You do a deal. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So the points are in play. But Nick, I managed to get, all right, let's say the fine was $2,400. What yeah. do you think I got it to? I don't know. Uh, fucking fifteen hundred bucks. One thousand dollars. Ah, yeah. All right. All right. Now, in my head, guess how much the drone costs? One thousand five hundred dollars. I've saved myself one thousand five hundred dollars. We should buy a drone. That's all, I, that's, that's all I was thinking. I was like, man, I've just saved a drone. I should just buy a drone. a drone. You should get a drone. I should get a drone. It's drone season. So it can film us when we're in our lounge room <laughs> drinking beers because we're not going out anytime oh, soon. Oh, fuck. Uh, but yeah. ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for possibly the world's most famous segment, the Flatstick Boys doing their fucking squirt off? Squirt off. Like, Nick, would you like me to start or would you yes. like to start? Merv's looking nervous for the squirt off. Merv is always looking nervous when he's around you. Yeah. Um, would you like me to go first, Nick? You go. You... you go first. Okay. All right. Well, it's actually I'm, – I'm excited that we, we, were, we actually passed one on the way to my house as we were having beers. I'm stalling because I'm looking through – here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a full-sized car, Right? It used to be a police slash taxi. I know what you're thinking now. You're jumping to conclusions. You don't know what car I'm talking okay. about. Uh, it's one of the most popular cars. All right, maybe you do not want to talk about Falcon has ever, Ford Falcons have ever been produced. It came in a four-liter or a five-liter Windsor V8, of course. Now, we talk about a lot of models on this, but I feel like this model has been 
neglected because it's it's a Hall of Famer, Nick. You know why it's a Hall of Famer? Because it's the only Ford between 1995 and 2005 to win Bathurst under the Stone Brothers Racing Team. 1998, it won. Right? Are we this, talking? Are we talking the EL? Nick, please wait for the drum roll at the okay, end. Okay. I know. I know you're getting excited. Okay. I know you're thinking about it, and I know I'm you're horny. correct. You're I'm, horny for I'm it. Stiff. You're horny for it. I'm um, really hard. Okay, it is the EL. You're correct. But let yeah. me. I'm still yeah. building up. Yeah. It was such a popular car. It was even sold in Europe and New Zealand. Right. It was designed to go head-to-head with the VT, which is a fucking bubble of a car. Yeah. Disgusting. Disgusting. Yuck. Yuck. Um, I, got my fir- I, wrote, I wrote down this. I got my first hand job in one because dad had, dad had one. And it was half a hand job because I didn't come. So there you go. Yeah. Um, but a good friend of mine bought one on finance for $10,000 and later sold it to a wrecker because he trashed it that badly. He's an, he was an awful driver at the time. Yeah. Uh, he... Reversed it into so many things, popped so many fucking tires. My on brother it. had one, and he he drove it all the way to WA <laughs> to work in Broome on a on a cattle station. Yeah, and fucking some bloke spewed into the air conditioner one night, like drunk. Oh Jesus! And so you know how hot it is there. Yeah, and he's just like just always fucking tried not to put the air conditioner on just because it would blow fucking vomit. <laughs> Like just so, blow wait, the wait. stench. So this guy, like, has he power chucked it? It's hit the window and it's gone down that grill bit at the front, or is is someone vomited on power his car from the straight, outside? No, no, no. Power chucked straight into the air conditioner from the fucking you know passenger seat. Oh Jesus! Yeah. And it just smelled like chunder yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you turn it on, it just smells like warm acid. Man, yeah. And oh, look, we've talked about this a lot, but my brother had the EL, I had the EB, a classic. Yeah, and. Uh, the EL had a bloody um, – had a rev limiter. Yep. So it would clock out at like 180. Yeah, right. But the EB went up to 210. Man, look. <laughs> there's, some, that, there's some straight, narrow roads out there that that someone's yeah. EB got up to 210. <laughs> were you racing your brother, were you? <laughs> that is fucking sick. Man. Let's uh, just say someone's EB – Really fucking knocked the pants off an EL. <laughs> <laughs> no further comments. <laughs> no, no comments. I, I love that this car. This car came because uh, Dad owned one. It, it, it was it was one of those Falcons that came out in so many fucking random models, oh, and we God. saw one just before. It has the GLI, the Futura, the XR6, <laughs> oh, yeah. the XR8, the Fairmont, the Fairmont gear, the Falcon Classic, which is a limited edition, which is GLI. Yeah, uh, the S Pack, the Falcon oh, Sapphire, the which we just passed on the road oh, moments yeah. ago, the Sapphire Two, the Falcon Predator. Are you fucking kidding me? Fuck. And then it had um, a multiple versions of the XR8. Now, oh man, the best part was Dad. Dad had the Ford Cortina forever. Got the EL. Um, got the Futura. Mum wouldn't let him get the Eight. And then over ten years, my dad bought every. Single accessories, right down to the fucking hydraulics on the boot. Yeah. That was XR8 or the XR8, oh, right, yeah. and just fucking modded the car, got extractors, yeah. just slowly got the mag wheels, like just slowly yeah. built it into an XR8. Besides, it was still a fucking six. Yeah. Um. But ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the king, the the one sandwich between, I believe the the EB and the AU. I've just got to double check my. E-F-E-L-A-U. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the E-L Falcon. God damn it. That's that's hard, man. Man, eco mode. Remember that shit? Eco mode, yeah. You don't fuck around. 
Dude, the EL had the world's smallest steering wheel as well. Do you, I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. And it was the first one with like this cool little horn on the... Fu- anyway, I'm just going down memory road here, but it was a beautiful car. Dad had the Futura. The mate had the GLI. Uh, it's a beast. Had, was it the wagon? They were such boring cars back then, but now, now looking at them... Oh, it's exciting. Fuck, that were fun. Dude, it was in Mission Impossible had, as the hero they, car. They had, they had Do you remember the, that? Yeah, they had the big six. It was a thumper was so six. fast. Dude, and it was so fucking lightweight. It used to fly. Yeah. I, man, Dad's with the extractors and all the shit he did to it. I reckon I got the, I fucking got that cunt pinging at like 180, just oh, screaming man. off its tits. Man, uh, my brother and I, because all of our mates had utes and we had wagons, yep. we did the best donuts. <laughs> Because it would swing, baby. <laughs> but you'd have to come in with a bit of speed. Oh like, yeah, my mates, my mates holding utes or whatever. They would, they would do, they would do a donut on command. You yeah. know what I mean? Like just fully on command. My mate had that. Whereas, like, you just have to get a bit of a run up with the EB or the EL, and then once you got a swinging baby, she didn't stop. She just I beautiful. My mate had a Malu Vy. Yeah. Fucking God uh, knows what uh, seven speed manual. Total useless piece of shit. But they fucking flew. Oh, they flew. They they were, I think they were 320 kilowatts or some shit. Yeah, man, I remember its back wheels spinning out, like just losing traction in fourth gear, like just, bah, just it just uh, fucking had so much behind it. That It's probably one of the – he had a VT uh, Senator and he added a supercharger. That oh car scared me, but the fucking ute, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. What was the purpose of that car? I want to know. Yeah, what is the purpose? Yeah. <laughs> you can't go to the site and one of those. Can you? No, because it's it too just, low. Is it just because you're getting your dick hard every morning, just flooring it? Oh, man. And you'd be – even when I had my AU, it was – doesn't matter what I did. If I left it in the car – if I if I drove to Kalgoorlie yeah. or if I left it in the carport, it cost me 80 bucks a week on fuel. It was just so yeah. fucking – like I don't know if it had a leak. It just fucking guzzled it. So I can't yeah, even yeah, imagine yeah. – how much that supercharged fucking VT would have been chewing through. Oh, amazing. 20. So crazy. Um, man, well, look, I'm I'm going to try and throw a challenge to you here. Okay, Nick. This one is fully out of the dark. Because – And it is it is pretty killer, to be honest. All right, because I'm nervous because I got you with you the Pontiac last week. Uh, I won that or the week that before. Was, that, was, that was unfair. Yes. And you've been unfair once again. However, I have come loaded. I don't think the EL is unfair, but anyway, I respect your opinion. Man, the EL is a classic. I mean, it's not a classic like the EB. Man, it's not. It's, I haven't used the AU. If I use the AU, uh, it's not yeah, a make win, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. So this is undoubtedly the fastest production quad runner <laughs> made during its time. Okay. This machine... Was had a three hundred and fifty cc twin cylinder two stroke Ooh. engine. Oh, wait, wait, what was it? <laughs> All right, wrong sound effect, but still funny. <laughs> I was looking for the Beavis and Butthead one. Um, yeah, it it dominated all the other quad runners. It was it had this power plant concept that was so revolutionary. It, it dominated and it and it caught all the like other manufacturers and it was probably the only racing quad run ever used and plus it's got the best name ever and that's the fucking yamaha banshee oh that's did you good. ever ride one of these yes i did and they're psychotic it was it was the 
Fuck. Wildest machine in history. Dude, it's a great name as well, the Banshee. Uh, Yamaha Banshee. It was like so fucking wild, man. I remember because it had a twin 350cc. (laughs) (laughs) It was just wild. I remember and because... I think quad runners, I don't know, I jumped on a oh, – I rode a few racing quad runners in my time and they always pulled to one side, like whenever you gave it some gas. So you just you just felt like you were – it felt like you were going to die the whole time, like just the scariest machines. Dude, and they, I would love to know the stats of people who no longer walk because yeah, yeah. of that fucking – like quad oh, bikes fuck you up already. They were so but dangerous. The Banshee honestly would have the most <laughs> runs on the board for sure. You'd see them in the dunes with those little flags on the back just just <laughs> yeah, sailing. Like, I love that they buy a Banshee and a quad runner and go, yeah, now I'm worried about my safety and I'll put a flag on so people can see me. It's like that's the least of your concern is people seeing you. Oh. You're going to fucking – Man, like the Banshee makes sense because it looks aggressive. It's like even when I talk about the EL, yeah. they had the Predator. Nothing mm. about an EL looks like a Predator. No, You know nothing. what I mean? No. But the Banshee looks like a Banshee. It's psychotic, man. It Yeah, it had a, a liquid-cooled dual cylinder, like fucking twin carby. Yeah, just an absolute beast. <laughs> What's the rules with quad runner? Like are they illegal now or something? I think they're illegal now, yeah. Do you have to have a roll bar? You gotta have a roll bar, yeah. Yeah. Like one of those t- big tall things out the back. Just cause it's it must have just fucked up so many cars. Man, that was like the best thing when we were staying at Ebor Pub. Remember there was the lady behind the bar? Yeah. And I said to Jared or Adam, I said, Are quad runners illegal now? And then the lady behind the bar at Ebor Pub goes, Nah. You gotta have a roll cage and just walks away and pours me a drink. <laughs> of like, course. You never you would see know that. that in the city. No. You never see that. <laughs> you know what else you don't see in the city? The guy going, ah, ah, yeah. ah. You don't get that in the city. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah, right. yeah, the front suspension was crazy. It was like wishbone. They saw like you just couldn't I remember I rode an, the Suzuki one, which was an L T five hundred. Yeah. And it was too wild, man. It was too wild. Like but it didn't have the light craziness of a banshee. I don't know. Let guys, let send us in your banshee stories. If you if you've got a mate with a banshee, they were they were a crazy machine. Man, I'm happy to admit defeat already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll miss squirt off. But I, I would what what will heal this wound is if you guys send in photos of your banshee. Stories about like a mate of a mate who fucked himself up they on a banshee. Too, they were too wild. There was it was insanity. They were never meant to exist. Yeah, the cats yeah. Apart the couch again. Oi. Um, and yeah, man. Uh, also speaking, speaking of crazy banshees and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I couldn't sleep last night. Yep. Do you have to have like, a tactical wank? I woke up at four four in the morning. No, I couldn't have a tactical wank. Misses <laughs> there, cock blocking <laughs> you. Classic. <laughs> yeah, from the tactical wank. Yeah. <laughs> um, I went. I went downstairs, and I thought I'll have a look at some movies on Amazon. Found this one, right? If you guys have got Amazon, and you love motorbikes and shit, you got to watch Unchained. The Unchained. history. The history of freestyle motocross. Oh, I am in. I'm writing it down. Like, tell, tell me, go, go. What happened? So it's just got. So, man, it's just basically talks about my childhood history. Yeah, right. So there's just how the start of Krusty, Seth Enslow. Dude, 
The dude who does the big jumps. Yeah, you, you know what I try to buy this week because I've been back, been obsessed with Seth again. Yeah. I've found like I try to order his the all his DVDs online and get this official Seth Onslow merchandise. Great, sent over from America. I was going to surprise you this week, so we both had Seth Onslow hoodies. Ah, uh. but and I but. I, I think he's running the store and is confused because <laughs> he's always broke. Yeah, he's always broke as shit. Oh, and I was going to get a shirt with him uh, in jail, like that fucking place card on it, right? So I ordered two shirts, two hoodies, all the DVDs that stream down, right? And he's fucked up somehow in the store and he's charging me postage for every... So three of the items are downloadable. He's charging me $15 US postage. So that my postage bill comes to, and then the shirts are twenty five dollars each. I'm like, no, nah, I can't send it in one parcel. The postage was like two hundred dollars US, and I was like, I don't think he's figured out how to use an online store. And I was like, man, I love you, and you're the king, and I want all this stuff. Yeah, and I'm happy to pay a one off payment of fifty dollars, but I'm not paying you per. I was so fucking depressed. I was like, come on, Seth, please, yeah. man. Yeah, crazy. I remember, uh, you know. My dad, it was the greatest day of my life. I, I got a, my dad said, if you get good grades, you get a motorbike. Yep. He bought me this fucking ag bike, like an XT 250. Nice. Uh, for 400 bucks from the farm that he worked on. Anyway, he bought me that. I, I thought I was like the fucking luckiest dude ever, like the best. And then he, for Christmas, my dad never bought me a gift in my life. Never. Never, ever bought me a gift. For some reason, pulls out Krusty Demons of Dirt 2 on VHS. Nice. I watch it on Christmas Day. The gift that keeps I on giving. I am astounded. I'm astounded. Like, because for all the young people out there, there was no YouTube or anything like that. There was no. No. You never saw shit on the TV or whatever that was like this. You never saw cool shit. So you, you go from seeing your mate. Doing jumps or a photo in a magazine of someone doing a jump. Yep. To seeing dudes absolutely flying. And it looked unbelievable. It looked like they were flying. It was it was totally crazy. Hey man. It it looked And that and was it too that Seth uh crashed into Jerry McGrath's bike and fucked his yeah, his Je- tro- yeah. yeah his Jeff tro- Emig's bike. Was it yeah, Jeff Emig's? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was Jerry McGrath. Oh, Jer- might have been Jerry McGrath's Graf, bike. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it was. Yeah. It was his show bike or whatever. And I was reading on the his bio page, Seth's the only um uh guy uh, to get signed who wasn't a racer. Yeah. <laughs> like he got signed to all these labels and he was just a dude doing cool shit. It's kind of He's the god of freestyle FMX. When yeah. you think about it, yeah, he moved to California, tried to get a job as a uh, as a stuntman. Yeah, <laughs> and um, then he started racing motocross on the side. Yeah, and they just saw that he was like, because that Jeremy McGrath, Jeff Emig, they were all professional racers. They were yeah. like the world's best, Jim. and they were just fucking doing jumps. And then you just got this dude who's works construction sites during the week. Just all trying to outdo them, <laughs> just hitting the same <laughs> gaps. <laughs> just like, yeah, I can do that. No worries. Yeah, but he did as yeah, well. He did. He conquered man. it. He did. Like, I, man, I love when you like on his go on his website. It's so fucking good, and it's like the rumors of how far that jump actually was that day. You know what I mean? Oh, it's fucking. It's sick. great, man. And this unchained. It's got the history of Travis Pastrana. Oh, really? How they were like out at this river, and they they had to hit this big jump, and they were like. Um, 
uh, Seth came up short. And then this 11-year-old kid walks up and goes, oh, hey, guys, are you, uh, are you the Krusty Demons? And they're like, yeah. He's like, oh, my God, this is the best moment of my life. I love the Krusty Demons. He goes, oh, I can hit that jump if you like. And they're like, what? And he goes, yeah, I'll hit the jump. <laughs> and he just hits the jump and does a can-can while he's doing it. <laughs> Are you kidding yeah, me? No, it's. I do not know that story. Man, that is so good. It's so good. Did yeah. you know that story before? No, that? I did. I. I uh, Fuck. Because that that was in Krusty Demons three, and I remember uh, not liking Krusty Demons three that much because I liked Krusty two was my favorite. Yeah, but yeah, man, it was fucking. It's it's a wild uh, documentary, Unchained, but which brings me okay to Ripper of the Week. All right, here we go. Ripper of the Week. Unchained has reminded me of one of the greatest guys ever and he was one of the funniest, coolest dudes ever in every motocross video. His name was Mike Medska. Nice. Did you ever know Mike Medska, man? Uh, I remember the name, but yet not not really. Looks like a full dork, uh, just really funny dude. He, you know, he invented a few moves, you know what I mean? He invented, I think he invented the knack-knack. Or the, no, no, Jeremy McGrath invented the knack-knack and uh, he, he did the can-can or something like that. But... It's cool. It's I won't give too much away, but Carrie Hart was the guy who did the backflip. Yep. Right? But it's really funny because he did the backflip, but he kind of didn't land it. He kind of came off afterwards. Then he tried to do it again, injured, and he fucking just destroyed himself. Yes. Like absolutely destroyed himself. This like Trans World Motocross or something call up Mike Metzger and they're like, do you think you could do a backflip? And he's like, yeah. Bring the gear out. I'll do it. Does it like smooth? Like no, no, no tire wiggle, whatever. Right? Does the fucking move? Then they're like, everyone's psyched. They're like, okay, the backflip is possible without crashing. He's like uh, at Transworld, uh, Sarah, at the X Games yep. in two thousand and twelve, which I, I've only I was only watching. So this is just all come back. Yeah. I was only watching like a month ago of of this moment. But yeah, go it X was Games two thousand and twelve. Cunts were frothing because like I didn't know this man. It's covered in this documentary. Is that freestyle motocross was a laughing stock for a while because a lot of the motocross guys like Jeff Emig and Jeremy McGrath were like, we can do all those moves. We do them on the track. Like, why are these guys getting all the fucking glory? Hey. So they needed something to step it up to go. Hey, we're the kings, you know. So Jeff, like uh, Mike Medska, goes does this jump, does the backflip beautifully over a double, comes into the next set, does a second backflip, backflip. does two in a row. Yep, insane. I yeah, I saw that run and it's fucking clean and I forgot his name. I don't know how it slipped my mind, but I remember the footage and it's, it's making insanity. me smile right now. It's insane. Not it's to do fucking- one backflip live yeah. in front of a crowd. Yep, the du- but then the do back. two like yeah. back to back like jumps that aren't even made for backflips. Like to pitch you up that much, you know? Yeah. Because now they think about like the angle of the slope to get the bike to go. Like it didn't even look like you could do one off that jump. And he just does the double, and they're both so clean. Oh man! And it's what he—he—they said he was the craziest dude, but he'd always back up the crazy. They were like, "Okay, man, do you want to do a hundred and twenty-five foot jump over Caesar's Palace? But you got to do a backflip, like what Evil Can Evil did and failed. You got to do that." And he's like, "Yeah, I'll do it." They set up like a a dummy jump, 
right? Um, like what it would look like. He was too scared. He's like, yeah, right. I left my helmet at home. Jumps in his ute, drives away, doesn't go there. Then he's like, I'll come back in the morning before the camera and everything and the, the guys are there. They rock up at like 10 o'clock. He does the backflip over the jump, easy. Then rather than just, you know, spoiling it or whatever, puts the bike in the garage for two weeks until the Caesars Palace jump is built. <laughs> and they're like, are you going to have a warm-up jump? And he's like, no, I'll just do the backflip straight away. does it first go. <laughs> Fuck, what a king. And, man, he's such a king now. I looked him up. He runs a tattoo parlour. Yeah, right. And uh, he liked Carrie Hart, who did the first backflip. Yeah, um, fucking – but Mike Metzger is kind of the godfather because he was the first guy to fully land one. Yeah. He was – and Carrie Hart did a backflip after that, but he doesn't – his feet come, come off. They're never as clean as Metzger's. Yeah. Never yeah. as clean. It's a controversial call. You know oh, what I mean? It's a hard one. It's so cr- – because it, it kind of defies the laws of physics – yeah. Like, motorbikes waste so much. If you get caught in a rotation like that, you I've got almost – Man, I always – It's like, too crazy. I'm like, freestyle MX is fucking sick. And then, like, it's obviously crazy. But you don't realise how crazy it is to do something like a basic bitch things that we've been doing on mountain bikes to go, oh, what you're doing, if you get it wrong, you're just going to die. Yeah. It's like that or death. There's nothing yeah. in between. You know what I mean? Oh, man. It's got this dude uh, – what's his name? Nate Adams. Yeah. And it's got him. And he just – comes up short on a backflip and he just – he face like he does a full belly flop on dirt with a bike on top of him. Brutal. I don't know how he didn't die. Brutal. Brutal. <laughs> Fuck. So what a Mike Metzger, the godfather, and now he now he rides um, mountain bikes. Yeah, he's a <laughs> fucking wild man. Man, I don't know about everyone else listening. I'm excited for this podcast to end so I can go straight oh, on to Amazon watch it again. and watch this shit right now. It's wild shit, man. Fuck I, I yes. loved it. I loved it so much. Uh, um, mate, well, we're coming to the close. We're coming to the close. We're going to leave you on our favourite segment. Your mates. Now, oh. now, Nick, I man, the Olympics has been on. We've been watching all the cool events, you know. The discus, <laughs> the BMX, the skateboarding, the kings, right? Uh, but what this is your mate from this week, man. I, I, don't, I, I didn't even watch it because I don't even give a fuck about boring cycling. But fuck, this is funny as shit. Oh, I think shit. I know what this is. Yeah, watch this, right? Australian so it's an Australian guy, right? He's racing and... Oh, down he goes. Oh, what happens? So, I think I know this. On the track, watch this again. Slow-mo, bang. Oh. Australian dude, for some unknown reason, his handlebars just fell off while he's riding. Oh. Fucking savage. Imagine making it all the way to the Olympics and forgetting to fucking bring an Allen key. <laughs> <laughs> fucking And that is why it is your mate, Nicholas Kappa. Oh, no. Savage. Those Got guys you. fly, eh? Yeah, I was joking around it, but there were, I saw this fucking great meme today of these cyclist dudes when they get off the bike and the chicks because they have the world's, like, fattest asses because yeah. they're all muscle. They all look like... Kim Kardashian, all these yeah, fucking riders. Yeah. It yeah. looks fucking wild. And people are like, all these chicks on fucking the Instagram are like, man, we're going to take up cycling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get all these big asses and shit. We were, uh, we, we, we got 
Oh, also, man, just want to say how great were the Aussies uh, fucking representing the skateboarding, man, BMX. skateboarding, BMX, uh, um, wild. Every event, super proud of Australia. And, and if you want a good laugh, get get their fucking uh, get the interview with that. What is it? That Keelan guy or whatever the skateboard guy. What does he say? Oh, he's just going. Yeah, I'm just so stoked. Yeah, just so, really stoked, man. I just, uh, I think he's high as shit. <laughs> yeah, of course he would I be. I think he's high as hell, but, man. But uh, but how sick with he's like 17. But how smooth was his run? Ah, oh. he made it look effortless. And how he just backed it up with a better one, even though his second one would have been untouched. Crazy wild shit. But um, look, uh, I I mean, he'll probably be knocking on the flat stick door, uh, boys' door yes. soon to get a get a mic stuff, be on the pod, you know, get his listenership up and shit like that. So I'm sure he'll be on in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, mate. I'll talk to you soon. Mate, it's been a great episode, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, keep it flat stick. No talks. Yes, we got some merch on the way. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. Episode 68 will no, never be shown again. <laughs>